I'm Courtney Deegan, and this is The Pricing on the Cake. Welcome to episode two of The Pricing on the Cake. This is the show that's all about growing a profitable business confidently. If you're a female entrepreneur or small business owner, then this is the right show for you to be listening to. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about why you shouldn't use hourly rates. This is actually coming off the back of a blog post that I wrote last week with the same title. I'm going to link to that blog post in the show notes for this episode, and I hope that you'll give it a read. Basically, what I talked about last week was the idea of hourly rates in the context of a pricing metric. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. What we're going to do is we're going to define a pricing metric. We're going to look at what it is, what a good pricing metric is, what a bad pricing metric is. And we're going to look at why an hourly rate is not a good pricing metric and is actually quite suboptimal for your business. Now, I know that this is fairly controversial because there are a lot of industries that use hourly rates. There are a lot of creative industries such as design and professional service industries like accounting or law who use hourly rates quite a lot. But even though it's really common, there are quite a lot of flaws and potential dangers that can happen when we use hourly rates in our business. This is especially the case for solo business owners and service providers or people selling products. So I want to take you through some of those today, show you why an hourly rate is not a good pricing metric. And then in a later episode, we're going to talk about what to do instead. So first up, what is a pricing metric? A pricing metric is basically how you charge your prices. It's what your prices are based on. So for example, when you go to McDonald's and you order a burger or a drink, you'll notice that on the menu, all of the items are priced individually. The prices are set per item. So it's per food item or drink item. You're not charged by the hour. You're not charged by the number of people who are in your group. So the food item at McDonald's is the pricing metric. When you go to a mechanic and they charge you an hourly rate, the hourly rate itself is the pricing metric. So the thing that your prices are based on or the price per is the pricing metric. I've also made a one minute video that is up on YouTube now on what pricing metrics are. If you want to go and quickly check that out. There are basically endless possibilities when it comes to choosing a pricing metric. McDonald's could charge by the calorie that's in your meal, right? So they could charge you a certain amount of dollars or cents per calorie that you order. A mechanic could charge you per your weight, the weight of your car. I know that there are cafes around the world that actually do charge you by the hour that you are in there. There's a bookstore in India that charges you for a book based on the amount of kilos that the book weighs. So there are heaps and heaps of pricing metrics that you can choose from. But just because there are lots of them, it doesn't necessarily mean that all of them are the right one for you to choose for your product or service and for your customers. So how do we know then if something is a good pricing metric and how do we know if it's the right one for us? There are some key criteria when it comes to what makes a good pricing metric and I've got five to share with you today. The first criteria for a good pricing metric is that it's relatively easy to track. The second criteria for a good pricing metric is that it focuses you and your staff, your team on the right things in your business. 
The third criteria for a good pricing metric is that it aligns with your customer's value metric. Now, a value metric might sound like jargon and that's because it is. A value metric is basically your customer's KPI for your product or service. It's how they know that you did a good job in meeting their need or solving their problem. The fourth criteria for a good pricing metric is that it makes it easy for the customer to buy. Humans like easy. So if you make it easy for people to buy from you, you both get a win-win scenario. The fifth criteria for a good pricing metric is that it reduces the risk, the discomfort, and the uncertainty level in the mind of the customer. Now, each of these criteria applies to every single pricing metric. So when you're thinking about a particular pricing metric to choose, run it through each of those five criteria to see how it matches up. Now we're going to take a look back at the hourly rate. We're going to compare it and take it through each of those five criteria and see how it stacks up. So the first criteria was that a good pricing metric needs to be easy to track. Now, an hourly rate, if you think about the timekeeping in a law firm or an accounting firm, it's usually done in six minute increments. But a lot of studies have shown that a lot of the time it's not done accurately. Most of the time, the professional will actually write down the amount of time that the task should have taken rather than the amount of time that it actually did take. So timesheets are more often than not inaccurate and they're not giving you real reliable information in the first place. So when it comes to charging an hourly rate, you have no idea whether the amount of hours that were actually spent on a project were actually accurate or not. This isn't fair to the customer. And this also then makes it hard for project management in the future. How can you know what you need to improve in terms of taking time and delivering on outputs and deliverables if you don't actually have an accurate picture of how long things took? The second criteria for a good pricing metric is that it focuses you and your staff or your team on the right thing. If you are focused on an hourly rate, you're going to be thinking about the amount of time that you're spending working for a customer. You're not going to be thinking, how can I serve this customer better? It's more likely that you or your staff or your team are going to be thinking, how can I spend more time on this? What more can I do? If I take up more time, then I get to charge a higher price. Even if that's not what you're consciously thinking, you are subconsciously incentivized to take longer when you charge an hourly rate. This means then that the customer also gets a worse buying experience because things take longer and then they get a surprise bill at the end. It's an awful, awful customer experience. Now, the third criteria for a good pricing metric is that it aligns with your customer's value metric. Now, when you charge an hourly rate, yours and the customer's interests are actually in conflict with each other. Hourly rates and cost plus pricing in general creates a conflict of interest between you and your customer. When you are charging an hourly rate, as I said before, you're incentivized to want to take longer, but your customer probably wants you to take less time. They're probably going to want the outcome sooner rather than later. So your interests are in conflict with each other. This means then that your pricing metric, the hourly rate, is not in alignment with your customer's value metric. The fourth criteria is that it makes it easy for the customer to buy. As the great behavioral economist Richard Thaler said, if you want people to do something, 
make it easy. Humans love easy. We love taking the easy way in things. We're all about short-term gratification. We have things like present bias as well that make us more likely to do things that are good in the short term, but maybe not so much in the long term, even if it's detrimental to us. When you use hourly rates, there is no certainty. There's no upfront cost or price that the customer can look at and go, okay, that's what I know I'm going to pay. When you give an hourly rate, the customer has no idea what they're going to pay. Uncertainty creates risk and that actually triggers a distress response in the brain. This makes it harder for the customer to buy from you when you charge an hourly rate. And lastly, the fifth criteria for a good pricing metric is that it reduces the risk and uncertainty level in the customer's mind. Similar to the point before this one, an hourly rate isn't certain, it isn't fixed, it's not clear to the customer what they should expect, when they're going to get the bill, what it's going to be. This creates uncertainty rather than eases it and it creates more perceived risk rather than reducing it. So this is why the hourly rate doesn't match up to this criteria. So looking at all five of those criteria and how the hourly rate compares, the hourly rate really does not stack up. It isn't good for your customers and it isn't good for your business. If you're still not sure, or if you still need more convincing, there are heaps and heaps of great resources, some of which I'm going to link to in the show notes here. Also, please do check out my YouTube channel where I've got some more resources there and also my blog as well at my website, courtneydegan.com articles. The resources that you'll find there cover a lot of things to do with pricing and value and cost plus pricing and hourly rates. And I hope that you'll find them useful. I'm going to be talking more about hourly rates and cost plus pricing in some future episodes. So please don't forget to subscribe if you'd like to check those out. Please give us a five-star rating or hit like wherever you're watching or listening to this online. As always, this is also recorded and filmed as a video version if you'd rather watch the video or you can listen to it on the go in the podcast version too. That's all from me today. I hope you have a fabulous day. Bye for now.